the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 392 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to your weekly fix of randomness, technology and life where we talk about anything we want. And that is the topic of the show. Uh, I'm explaining this to my dad right now. So uh saw them on the weekend and he was full of questions. He'd been in the car with my sister who listens to the podcast and he wanted to know how to listen to the podcast. And then uh, so I downloaded an app and I said, look, here's all the latest episodes. And he's like, that's cool. But who polices it? Like if there's a problem. <laughs> Like if you guys start swearing and stuff, I'm like, no, nobody public, does. That. Public, uh, what is it, broadcasting, um, whatever it is, commission yeah, or whatever. I'm not sure. But I was like, you just stop listening. You just stop listening. Uh, so shout out to him uh, as he wants to. <laughs> Actually, while, while, while we're on that, this morning, uh, one of the truck drivers, Lily, she um, says, oh, you need hand loading that. And she goes, no, but I, I listened to your podcast yesterday. Um, because I'd given her a card a while ago. Do you automatically wonder what episode and what did I say? Well, exactly, and that's the point. Because she goes, "Yeah, it was crack. It was really fun. There were three of you. You had a friend on." I'm like, "How long ago was that?" That, that, That's three hundred odd episodes ago. (laughs) It has to be because we haven't had anybody else on for ages. Um, Uh, No, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so I was going to say, Lily, uh, welcome along. If you're still listening, because I'm assuming by the t- if you started way back then and you're listening to all of them, by the time you hear this welcome, we're all a couple of years old, <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and we've got the audio sounding really good because there was some very suspect uh, crackly audio back in the day. Oh yeah, true, true. Absolutely. So I First feel sorry. So terrible. if she mentions that, just say no, no. We've got it sorted. Which but is surprising now that we're doing it remotely. Yeah. Yes. But our uh, most of our listeners are in America, Chris, according to the stats on the new podcasting host, which is looking great. Um, lots of Americans. Oh, I must I must see those. You, you must see me. I will, shot, I will. Hey, I, I was gonna come do a podcast in re- in person with you. I was gonna suggest it, but you started off with I might have COVID. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so um, things at you. Yeah, this this morning, uh well actually late last night. I started getting really sore throat. Um, I, I had that chest infection only the other week, and and the antibiotics cleared that up, but I still had a tickly throat. In the last couple of days, I've been really sore. Sore enough that you're like, oh, do I really want to eat? I don't think I can be bothered swallowing. Yeah. Um, that sort of sore. And so uh, I did go to work this morning. <laughs> I Loading trucks. I'm pretty much by myself. It's all good. And then um, I went into the office um, that I share with a couple of buyers, and then oh, yeah. neither of them are there. And I start sitting down by myself, doing my work, and the boss sort of wanders, and he goes, oh, how are you going? Good, good. Oh, actually, I got a bit of a sore throat. He goes, put on a mask. And I was in an office by myself, so I didn't have a mask on. He said, Rachel, Rachel's just tested positive yesterday. So I'm like, oh, God damn it. So I don't, I don't think it's a um, throat is an issue. But I have to do it. I think I have to do a test. But do it just in case, and then you can say yes or no. Yeah, but I have to go to work tomorrow because nobody else is going to be there at four. That's not your problem. If you're sick and you've got COVID, you can't go. So they can uh, okay, right. Anyway, yeah. But you so probably I'll... want to do the test straight after this podcast. You don't want to do the test when you wake up in the morning. 
because oh yeah 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 absolutely um but it's like i i don't have a a runny nose or anything so this whole nasal swab thing seems stupid because i've you can do the double whammy where you do the nose and the back of your throat or back of your throat first then your nose i was gonna say back of my throat first makes more sense up to you it's a (laughs) it's a choice uh sometimes some of us just like jamming things in our mouths like that i don't know um yeah okay have so that, on, is, that is a done thing. You actually do that. I don't know if it's um, – yeah, it is, because there's sometimes – some people don't get a positive until they've done both of those. Huh. So you, you do that with the same swab? The... Uh, as far as I understand, yes, because huh. you're trying to get as much sample area as possible. Okay. All right. Uh, this, is, sure this, 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 this morning's health uh, podcast is brought to you. <laughs> uh, anyway, so just before I came here, I was like, right, I better have some more limbs up. And I ran out of bloody limbs up. So, oh, that's yeah, yeah. so looking you through, what own. do I find? Turmeric. Turmeric tea. Why do you turmeric. have that? Turmeric with lemon. I must have been sick at some point and gone through a lot of it because there was only two tea bags left in the box. So. Oh. I, I, I grabbed that, I threw that in there, and I've got um, some real honey, like from the beekeepers that we talked about an episode, a couple of hundred episodes ago. Of course, uh, of course. And oh, I they, know the one you're talking about. Yeah, 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 they gave us some, some real honey, so that's cool. So I, I put a dollop of that in, and I, you know, I've got those um, teaspoons that have got the white plastic, the old things. Yeah. Finish stirring the honey in, pull it out, it's turned my teaspoon yellow. <laughs> Down, down through the watermark. Bloody turmeric, man. I don't know if it's good for you or not. I just I think it just um dies Stains inside everything. of you, yellow. Probably, probably. <laughs> Haven't heard too much of the turmeric lately, so there must be something else they're looking into. I'm going to say gravel. That's what that's the next one. Gravel. Yeah, why not? Birds have it in their stomach to mince up stuff. Humans should do it too. Hmm. Um Okay. That could be a moneymaker. Hey, uh, I went to the doc. No, I didn't. I went to. Oh, actually, a long story. I've been tired. Ty- I'm tired all the time, as you know. And uh, I went to the doctor ages ago, and I said, "I'm tired." Uh, the last doctor said I just need to drink some water. I don't believe that. Um, <laughs> so and he goes, "Yep, okay." And I had to do a remote. This is during the peak of COVID, actually. So he did it on the phone. He said, "We'll do the sleep test thing. Uh, it's a quiz, and if you meet the." Re- requirements we can refer you to the sleep clinic actually we'll we'll give the details the sleep clinic of the hospital that's right so he went through it and they came back and said no i don't meet the requirements because i'm not falling asleep while i'm driving right just yeah yeah because um yeah that that cuts down on the number of people they have to deal with because half the people that fall asleep while driving die yeah Um. exactly (laughs) so an ad popped up on facebook for anglesey clinic now anglesey clinic pharmacy when they first built that new pharmacy i don't know if you ever went in there it was like uh the normal size pharmacy but it was just this huge open space with nothing else in there and this is years ago and i thought this is so weird anyway since then they've decided to branch out and have these clinics run by people i'm not even gonna say doctors i don't know who they are and there's one for sleep and there's one for a muscle thing i think and and there's all these rooms but they had this ad, we saw it, and they said, hey, you can book a consultation to talk about the potential sleep apnea that you have. Do a, do a quiz online. So you do the quiz and it goes, yep, you probably, you might have it. Who knows? So, okay. So I went in there. They have signs everywhere for the sleep thing. 
So an Australian crowd has put together this marketing stuff, I guess, sold it to all these pharmacies in Australia and New Zealand, from what I can work out, and they've partnered with Philips, who make the machines. So I went in, I sit down, I'm talking to the student. This is costing me $99 uh, for a machine that I have to strap to myself, strap to my finger and jam something up my nose tonight, and it will record my sleep for the people in Australia. That's what I've been told. So I'm talking, and the dude's like, oh, okay. Um, and I knew that there's one guy that runs this whole clinic, but this is a different guy. And he gets halfway through the process, and what he's trying to do is he's trying to put my details into this machine. He goes, oh, hang on, sorry, I just have to get a manual. So he pulls out this, like, 100-page manual, and he goes, I'm really new. I was like, oh, okay. But he spoke really well, real professional, real nice guy. I said, how long have you been doing this? And he goes, oh, this is my fifth day. I was like, oh, okay. What were you doing before this? He goes, oh, I was packing kiwi fruit in Tauranga. And I was like, okay. And he goes, yeah, my mate just said there was a job here going and I should apply for it. So here I am. It pays better. Okay. So yeah. anyway, yeah. So anyway. Not confidence inspiring, but um, I know. You can't I, take I, anything away from the guy. I have the confidence in the machine that yeah. I have to have somehow sleep with. Um, and it's the five, the five, Zf, five Fs, Chris. That's what I have to remember. Finger, fist, forearm, face, face. And that's where I have to put all the tape to tape everything to my body. Okay. Uh, so they'll send it away. And in seven to 10 days, an Australian physician will look at all this and write a report, apparently, and send it back. And then they'll tell me just how terrible I am at sleeping. So the sleep apnea is a fascinating issue. And, and it's one that I learned probably, I think it was 2006, I went to um, Chicago and met a Kiwi over there, yeah, Angelo, and um, we ended up becoming sort of mates, uh, correspondents. He was down in Nelson, and uh, he ended up getting into this thing, which what I would call now a startup. I didn't even know the term then, mm. um, and it was all around this sleep apnea, and they reckon they had a machine that could I, – I think it was a simple test for it, yeah. Um, sounds very similar to what you're talking about. Mm. But yeah, um I think he, he we went through the marketing of it like the um the market and yeah. it's a big problem. I I'd never heard of it. I'd According to all these signs it. I saw today, <clears throat> 80 it affects like one in I can't remember what the figure was, but 80% I, I think it's 80% of Australians have it but don't know that they have it. Yeah. But I was talking to Sarah and I said, I think this business model is great because no matter who you are, if they strap the actual machine on you, the sleep apnea machine, I reckon 95% of people are going to feel great no matter what. Like, But it's testing you. It's not fixing you, right? No, no, no. So if the test comes back from uh, from Australia and they say, hey, yeah, you've got some sort of sleep apnea, for $250 more, I'm allowed to trial a sleep apnea machine for a month. And then after that, and the guy I said, you know, what are most, he goes, everybody, it's like 99% of people feel amazing after that. And then we talk about hire to purchase or you can purchase one outright. Wow. Anyway, that's, uh, I'm sure there'll be an update in the future about my sleeping habits. Yeah. Do you still have your um, vampire board? Yes. I just got it back recently, actually. You talking about my inversion table. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, just think, I, I, like yeah, in my head, I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, no, I just, I, I picked that up. No, I just wondered if you still use that because you spent a bit of money on that. No, 
huge amounts, but yeah. Oh, no, no. A hundred um, bucks or something. Yeah, yeah, I think it was 200. Yeah, I still use it from time to time. Yeah, it's yeah. Good, it's downstairs. Um, yeah. Cool. I've got something. Yes. Um, have you heard about the um, the hunger stones? No. Has this come up? Okay, so um, the Europe is going through a significant drought drought at the moment, yes. and loads of the the rivers are down. So um, the Rhine's down, um, and it's down so much they can't use it to transport goods. So okay. in New Zealand, we don't use rivers to transport anything. No, no, we don't. What we do is we pollute them with farming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but in other countries, it's a it's a huge thing, right? So anyway, um, these things they call hunger stones have been being uh, showing up. Okay, and um, they have uh, years um, uh, written on them, carved into them. So there's one that was from the 1600s, and it's not on this particular story I've, I've clicked into here, unfortunately. So I'm not sure. I think it's the Rhine, but it yeah. might be France because um, the Loire, the Loire River in France is having a big issue as well. Okay. Spanish River is having a bit of an issue. I'm, I'm sure it's not the Spanish though. But yeah, there's one there that says, "If you can read this, weep." Uh, 1648. Because if the river goes this low, there's going to be a famine. Basically, Whoa. if you can cool. read this, weep. Um, so yeah, so they, they're quite famous. They came up. A lot of these have only been seen um, three or four times in the last. Basically, hundred years, eighty years, or whatever. There's the dolmen uh, of Guadalupera, Guadalupera. It's a stone circle. Um, it's dubbed the Spanish Stonehenge, and that's usually covered by the waters of a dam. So that was dammed, like that was put under on purpose. Uh, in sixty three, it was flooded. So it was discovered by a German archaeologist in twenty six, but uh, flooded in sixty three. And since then, it's only become fully visible four times. So that's out of the water at the moment. Man. So um, yeah, uh, it's interesting. So bearing dates of people's initials, their reemergence is seen by some as a warning and a reminder of the hardships people faced during former droughts. But it also shows that there's a cyclic nature to this, maybe? Possibly, possibly. Um, So, yeah. I wonder if so much time passed since they wrote those stones that they didn't realise that the water came back. I don't know. Uh, And and just as a slight aside of that, um, Italy's declared a state of emergency for areas around the River Po. Uh, In late July, a previously submerged 450 kilogram, which is 1,000 pound, World War II bomb was discovered in the low-running waters of the country's longest river. Nice. So, yay, yay. That's always good. Hey, um, talking of, talking about rivers and uh, New Zealand's problems with nitrates going in there, Otago Regional Council obviously has people wanting to run for, uh, you know, council, like everywhere. Yeah. So um, Slime the Nitrate Monster has put their hand up. Okay. I just sent you a link so you can see what <laughs> Slime looks like. Their influence has been growing in the rivers and lakes of Otago, and they're ready to expand their domination and directly influence policy alongside some of my colleagues on the Otago Regional Council. Um, They just stand for money. They want to thank lovely humans for helping me dominate our rivers. They stand for more fertilizer, more green grass, more cows, more beautiful slime. If they get elected, uh, they want to obviously uh, wear their slime outfit the whole time. Wow. 
I just love it that some people are thinking outside of the box to bring a bit of awareness around a problem, and they've just gone full retard. That's awesome. That is awesome. Now, I'm going to assume this guy does not win. I don't know. We don't know. This could be a really popular person for whatever reason. However, well, because I've heard a couple of podcasts on the same dude, and I can't remember it because it's months and months ago since I listened to it, where this guy in the UK, he was the mascot for a football team, the local football team. And I, and I can't remember what – oh, he was a monkey. That's right. He was a monkey. Oh, monkey. Because um, it's that um, northern Eng- English thing where um, back in the day uh, a monkey came uh, – floated aboard with um, wreckage, and they thought it was a Frenchman because they didn't know what a Frenchman looked like because nobody had been France yet. But they knew, yes. knew we were at war with France, so they saw this monkey and they hung it. Uh, uh, okay. and. That monkey is now the mascot for the the football team. Anyway, so this guy was the um, this was the first mayor of that town because they didn't have mayors before that, and they decided That's to right. have a mayor. And he uh, he went in and he got elected, <laughs> and he was not expecting that. But the guy was he was only a young guy. I think he was twenty six, something like that. Yeah, and he goes, nah, bugger it, I'll do a good job. And he did such a good job. They re-elected it in the next uh, term. So, yeah, I think he's been there for ages. <clears throat> yeah, I think he I think he lasted three terms, went out. Now I think he might have got back in again, but yeah, something like that. That's crazy. But hey, yeah, I don't I don't know if the slime dude would want to do that. <laughs> no, probably not. Uh I learned this week, Chris, that um my phone has some sort of emergency SOS feature that I may have set up. I'm not sure. Okay. So <laughs> cause great fun here. Uh so the other day I had a nap. It was supposed to be for 20 minutes because guess what? I was tired and um, my phone spazzed out and the alarm didn't go off. So 55 minutes later, I woke up, realized I was late picking up my daughter and I was like, damn it. So I run out of the house. I look at the alarm and the alarm goes, your alarm is 35 minutes overdue. And I'm like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. So I'm trying to cancel it, but my phone's frozen. It's not doing anything. I can't get it to play a podcast in the car. So I'm trying to restart the phone, but I think I just have to press the power button three times. So the screen gone dark on me. So I'm pressing it three times. Unbeknownst to me, it's sending off some emergency thing somewhere. I finally <laughs> restart my phone. I restart my phone and I'm driving and Sarah ranks me. She goes, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. I said, the phone's piece of shit is what I actually said. She goes, I've just got this SOS message. And I was like, oh. Oh, no, that's me trying to restart the phone. Don't worry. Everything's fine. Okay. But when she get home, gets home later, there's this message. It's quite in, it's quite detailed. It says, this is an SOS message from Sam at this number. There is a problem or something. He is in trouble or there's an emergency. His coordinates are this, and his last known location was this. And it gave the street where I was next to and everything, like the house. I was like, oh, I uh, didn't know I'd set that up. Uh, didn't know how to work it. And uh, nothing was wrong. So <laughs> it'd be handy to know if you could trigger that in case you were kidnapped. Not that the yeah, likelihood of I that think is you high. Do. You, I think it's three. <laughs> that's three presses. But I've got a feeling it normally show. I've got a feeling when you do it, the screen is supposed to say, "We are going to send an emergency message in the next five seconds. Do you want it? Do you want to cancel it? Just yeah. in case." But uh, my phone was spazzing out. It's okay now. So what sort of phone? Huawei. Okay. 
Uh, I'm, due, I'm due for an upgrade at some point. Oh, no, I've got my my two Meizus. I'm good for good for freaking another ten years, I reckon. For Speaking of which, I che- I uh, was looking at my fridge the other day. I'm like, oh, next year maybe I should look at getting a new fridge. I've had that fridge. Next year I will oh, have had go. that fridge for go. thirty years. I bought it thirty years ago. Next year, it's done very well then. Yeah, I think so. I think it's so. Prob- it's done better than probably the new fridge just now. It's the whole, oh yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, the seals are a little bit of a problem. I have to keep pushing the door shut and make sure yeah. it's shut, uh, which is a small price to pay when you've paid, you know, for a fridge 30 years ago. That's weird. right. Hey, the story came out, a year eight girl, so that will be like a 12-year-old, has started identifying as a cat at a school in Melbourne, at a private school. Yeah. Uh, this seems to be a thing that's happening all over the place, and the behavior is being normalized. How do you feel about that, Chris? Um... When a girl went to sit at a spare desk, another girl screamed at her and said she was sitting on her tail. There's a slit in this child's uniform where the tail apparently is. Uh, they lick, they preen themselves, they lick the back of their hands, and the foxes will walk around with their hands in front hanging down. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff happening in America around this. And um, a school had to come out and say, no, we have not put a litter box down for the kids that identify as cats. Okay, so there are weirdos every generation, right? We used to call them goths. (laughs) There are weirdos everywhere, but I think at a school setting, they need to say, no, this isn't happening here. Do it outside of school, after hours, whatever. Like, I don't know. I think this. I I think the litter box is definitely going too far. That's No, no, they they debunked that. That's not a thing. Yeah, so... I mean, I, I just think you have that percentage of the that generation, that population. Yes, but I don't think it should be normalised as much. It should just be they're a weirdo in the corner, like that's it. Yeah, but I, how how much is it normalised, really? Like they, other than I think they didn't mind the goths too much, other than making rules about not wearing black lipstick and stuff. Um, yeah, and, and like spikes and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, we had to pull our socks up at school and we got detention if we our garter slipped when I was at school. Um, yeah. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> Nobody's interested in that. But it's no, like but when carry- you consider today's thing to that, it's like, yeah, it's whatever. Carrying on with the cat theme, this is a couple of weeks ago. I forgot to mention it to you. Doc has to urge tourists to not take cats with them when they climb a freaking mountain. So, what? yep. So, some why would tur- anyone do that? Because they're idiots. Some tourists who were from Auckland went to Taranaki Monga, climbed Mount Taranaki, and had cats jammed down their jackets uh, while they walked. So, um, you're not allowed any domestic animals in any national park in New Zealand. And I didn't people- know that, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, recently, some people had brought cats, dogs, rabbits, and even a parrot on their walk. I couldn't think of anything worse going on a walk with a cat strapped to you. No, I, I can see walking a dog. I can see even a parrot. Potentially, yeah. Potentially. If it sits on your shoulder and you're wearing an eye patch, it's pretty cool. Um, you have to wear an eye patch if it's sitting on your shoulder because it keeps p- picking at your eye. So um, there's a, yes. So there's a story here. Where is it? Uh, in 2002, 
an owner of five ferrets took them on a yacht ride and then leash walked them on the Great Barrier Island, which is environmentally sensitive. What a freaking idiot. Retard. That's the word you're looking for. Retard. I don't think that's socially a good no. old word. I'm sorry if I've offended you. What you want to do is talk to the Broadcasting Standards Authority. <laughs> I don't know if they have anything to do with podcasts. You like that callback? Nice. Nice. I like that. Hey, you've got yeah. XL Championships here. What's going on? Oh, that was the old one. Um, so did you see the XL Championships? Um, no, I can't say I did. I missed it. So you just uh, it, it was being broadcast it. by SBN. And they were getting really into it. Um, I think they're great at getting into anything that they broadcast. They like that's great. Yeah. Um, but what do they have to do? Do they get given like a problem or something? They have. To yeah, do? and they 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 solve it in real time, and people have, the commentators are flicking from one screen to the other, checking what they're at. Oh, it looks like he's had a bit of a problem with his V lookup. He's looking at it wrong. Um, <laughs> v lookup is the only thing I know what to say. So I, I don't know what else. But there's pivot all table, these, pivot table. Yeah, but there's um, different. Um, uh, what do you call them? Mathletes um, have different um, focuses and what they're known for. He's known for his pivot tables, and this is you know, and they they're starting to get these um, whole. Um, personality things going on um so yeah it, it sounds interesting i wonder if you could get kids to watch some of this in class right yeah like if you get the i, I don't know let's say 12 year olds we're going to watch some um world excel championships i wonder if that would get them interested in excel because it's Maybe. got the hype around it yeah. and they know what's going on and they can play with it themselves exactly in real time um, so, yeah, and, I, I think it's a good thing. But it says ESPN weird. is not is known for not shying away from coverage of niche sports. They've broadcast the Ultimate Frisbee Championships, a paper airplane championship, and they even broadcast the World Air Guitar Championships. Yeah, because it's a whole channel devoted to sports. What else can they do? They're boring. Like <laughs> that's right. Um, then, then you have the argument of how is that a sport? which we've covered in a previous episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, um, we're not going to go back there. <laughs> Meta, Meta's new, Meta released a new AI chatbot, um, and it doesn't like Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> uh, somebody somebody uh, sabotaged the uh, chatbot? Yeah. No, it's just AI. Remember last time they brought one out and it turned out to be fascists um, <laughs> because it was getting all the data? So mm. the latest version was sort of like, how do you feel about Mark Zuckerberg as the CEO of Facebook? And uh, no strong feelings. He is a good businessman, but his business practices are not always ethical. It is funny that he has all this money and still wears the same clothes. Um, but it gives different answers to different people. It's pulling that from different things. But on in line with that, Mark Zuckerberg had to redo his avatar for the metaverse because the first one looked too much like him, which meant that it was super creepy and had dead eyes. <laughs> so they he had is to, an avatar. He is. I'll send you the link. So they had to redo it. So they made him a bit more boyish looking, apparently. And his eyes are... Um, but the first one's on the left, Chris. Look at that. Uh, haunt, that'll haunt your sleep. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If my sleep thing comes back and go, your sleep was interrupted for some reason, I'll be like, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. My dream. <laughs> but you he's know. going full retard in this uh, metaverse thing, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's a good thing or not. Yeah. Because um, there's lots of people. Well, I mentioned to you before, off, like, off line, but I'll mention it now. So I've been at Oculus, and I um, recently hooked it up to the computer, which allows you better graphics because the computer's doing the work. So the Oculus works, the whole computer's in the headset. Yeah. But it gives you a little bit of a limited graphic when you're in a a um, an open world. So I play Township Tales on Oculus. Yeah. And, you know, in the distance, it's pretty pretty fuzzy, and then things come close and they, they, they look more solid. Well, I got um, Skyrim VR, which is a fantasy world thing, which is known for – a really good looking game. Yes. Um, particularly back in the day, because it's, it's over a decade old Skyrim now, it must be yonks old. Um, and uh, it's really good in VR. It's really good. Um, I would hate to see what I look like fighting things in my living room with this headset on. That's but, right. um, <laughs> but maybe we'll get a video of some of that at some point and uh, share it on uh, on our Facebook page or something. But, yeah. Very good. good. Good stuff. Um, what, have you got anything coming up this week as we wrap up this I, episode? I am speaking uh, at the time you would re- 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 receive this, when this is published, this tonight. Oh, um, nice. Sunday night at the Emerging uh, Innovation Summit. As one yes. of the emerging innovation mind speakers, is that remotely? Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's uh, I've, I've spoken at it before, before COVID. So I think it was 2018, 2019, something like that. Um, so yeah, oh, 2020, yeah, whatever. Uh, so yeah, this is the 2022, and so yeah, I've got that on um, Sunday. So I've got to do a little bit of work on that. Uh, it should be. A pretty good show. I, I only got a 10, 10 minute speech. Oh, I'm no. talking about how to get um, people on board with your project, is my topic for my talk. So that's my big thing right now. Um, I'm going to be getting involved with film again. I'm helping out with production of um, Adam's newest film. So Mary's the producer, and I'm going to be an assistant producer and give her some hand, give nice. her a hand because she's running out of. Um, Resources effectively. Um, so I don't know much about that, but that's cool because it's really, I'm really looking forward to getting back into it. And, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much me for now. Excellent. Uh, I am got the sleep thing happening this week, uh, back to work and working on my other new project. Yes. Yes. Keep that, keep that under wraps. Keep that, uh, secret till, well, till, until, until I've got things set up. I'm just trying to set up a bunch of automation, uh, yeah, yeah. for when people sign up. But, uh, yeah. Cool. Well, we'll look forward to sharing that with everybody because that's going to be, I reckon that's going to be pretty cool. I think so. Uh, but anyway, until next time, uh, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.